Greetings, friends. I am honored to have the privilege to join with the members of Christ Church and my dear friend, Reverend Dr. Bauman, for Pentecost 2020. It's been a long time since I've been with you. Things have changed so drastically. And nevertheless, we remember that it is the power of the Spirit that has sustained us through the years. And even during these difficult days of this pandemic, we are going to rely upon the Spirit to see us through. As I prepared to speak to you, the thought came to me that I must address to Christ Church, but not simply Christ Church, but brothers and sisters across this nation. The title of my sermon today is Why America Desperately Needs the Spirit. This idea came to me as I was reading the text from the first chapter of Acts of the Apostles, where Jesus gathered his disciples on the day of his ascension and he ordered them, the text says, to remain in Jerusalem until they had received the promise of the Father. He said to them, I told you that John baptized with water, but that the Holy Spirit would be baptizing them with the Holy Ghost and with fire. I think as the disciples listened to Jesus, some of them might have wondered, Master, why is it that you are ordering us to remain in Jerusalem until we are clothed with power from on high? Why is the Holy Spirit so important in terms of fulfilling the mission you have assigned to us. If that question had been asked, and probably it would have been Peter who would have asked that question, Jesus might have taken just a little time to remind them of why the Spirit was so important for the work he was assigning their hands to do. He might have mentioned, do you guys remember? From the very beginning, I said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He might have reminded them, do you not remember that I told you when I go forth to heal, it is not just in natural power. It is in the power of the spirit that I am healing, and it is in that same power that I was sending you forth. Do you remember that I talked to you so much about how I was giving you a new commandment, that you love one another? I tried to help you remember that my mission was to help you become a part of the beloved community, and that I was going to be counting on you to help build up the community that was likened to the kingdom of God with respect, with care, 
with compassion for one another? He might have said, do you all remember the day when the lawyer asked me, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And I said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, and all thy mind. And the second is likened to it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as you love yourself. Do you not remember all of that? Jesus might have said to them, I told you that all of the things I was asking you to do would only be possible if you maintained a living, dynamic relationship with the God who was calling you to be this beloved community. I taught you that without me, you could do nothing. Remember when I said, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you abide in me, sustain a relationship with me, rely upon the visitation and the illumination of the Spirit, then you would bear much fruit. So now that I am leaving you, don't you understand why I say, in my presence, you relied upon the spirit that was at work in me. But I am leaving you now. I dare not leave you alone for a number of reasons. Number one, people are going to hate you because they hate me. You will be brought before councils. You will experience resistance to your call to a new society called the Beloved Community, ordered by conversations about the kingdom of God. I cannot leave you like that alone. I promised to send you a comforter. I promised to send you an advocate. I promise that even when you were brought before the council, don't worry about what you're going to say because I will be within you, giving you what you should say. The disciples heard Jesus. They made up their minds to stay there in Jerusalem until the promise of the Father had come. Last thing Jesus said to them, you shall have power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. The disciples waited in Jerusalem for something to happen that would make real the presence of the Spirit in their lives. And on the day of Pentecost, something extraordinary happened. They heard the rush of a mighty wind, some vision of a flames sitting upon each one of them. They began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them utterance. And out of that moment, 
they discovered we are not alone. Invisible though the spirit may be, I feel it in my heart, I know it is present, my mind is activated by a sense of divine love. They had been, let's use the word, born again, born anew. It was as if the Holy Spirit had moved in to become the roommate of their spirit. It was as if the alter ego of Christ had taken residency inside of them. We say it was the birthday of the church. But my friends, let me ask you, isn't it true that this sense of divine presence, the sense of communion with the very presence of God, the feeling of divine activation of justice principles in the earth? Am I alone when I acknowledge that in recent years we have done more talking about the Spirit than experiencing the Spirit? And I think there is an explanation we are now living in an age of despiritualization. In our postmodern society, even talk about the spirit seems like something that Pentecostals do, maybe not even Methodists anymore. But the sense of spirit being real is passe. We've kicked God to the curve. We don't think about the spirit much. Material things control our hopes and aspirations. So we need a Pentecost, if only to renew our sense that God did not leave us alone. That although we may not be able to see the spirit, the spirit is real. And particularly in these awful days of so much mendacity, these times of oppression on account of race and class or religion, the violence, the effort to, in a sense, polarize people against one another. There's so much evil in our time that it is almost as if the spirit has vanished. This is Pentecost Sunday. Oh, that the Spirit might return. Some years ago, my wife joined me in a musical over here, and one of the songs we sang together was Spirit of the Living God, fall afresh on us, break us, melt us, Mold us, fill us, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. It wouldn't be a bad thing for us to pray that prayer for two reasons. If we are going to love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our mind, all our soul, all our strength, and our neighbor as ourselves, our mere 
human proclivities will get in the way, will rob us of the success in fulfilling that commandment. That's one reason why we must pray sincerely. Not just going through some of the old games we used to play at Pentecost, getting a wind machine, or streamers of fire, or, or either having people speak in different languages. Listen, folks, simulation is not enough. We need the reality of the Spirit. Now, we are not able to be in the same worship space, but the invisible Spirit does not have difficulty comforting us, strengthening us, encouraging us, guiding us, illuminating us, wherever we are today on Pentecost. Don't worry, the Spirit can find us where we are, can discern what our needs are, particularly those who are grieving because of loss, or who are living under the disorienting conditions of social distancing, thank God for the reality of the Spirit that can find us wherever we are. And there's a reason why we need that Spirit even beyond our need for the comfort of God's presence, more than forgiveness for past misdeeds, the church needs to be revitalized with the Spirit so that we can bear witness in the world and remind America, America, due to extreme conditions of despiritualization, we are in the trouble we are in because we pushed God to the curve, we abandoned the guidance of the Spirit, America, we are praying not only for ourselves and for our churches as we try to find a new way beyond this virus. We are praying that the Lord would renew God's spirit all across this nation, delivering us from the meanness, the polarization, the partisan bickering, fear and mistrust of one another on account of race and color and ideology and orientation. The church needs to be refilled with the Spirit so that we can bear witness, so that our nation can experience a spiritual awakening. God's grace is sufficient. Thank God for Pentecost 2020. And even though we are living through the awful days of this pandemic, we who know the reality of the Spirit can pray not only for the Lord to heal us, to send us the vaccine, to rid us of the scourge of this virus, but we, in the power of the Spirit, can pray for a new normal, a new normal where the United States of America actually understands 
that we must have a global perspective, that we must love one another, that as Dr. King taught us, that we must live with the awareness of the inescapable mutuality network of which we are a part. And just as he experienced the Holy Spirit and we experience it, America can be different. Let me close my comments about something that Steve Bauman understood. The day of 9-11, we were at ground zero. After a week, they were piling up debris, etc., and the word came forth, nothing could have survived beneath that rubble. But on that Sunday morning, a dove came up out of the rubble. And because of my Holy Spirit sensitivity, I thought I understood what God was saying. We had been praying, God bless America, land that I love, stand beside her and guide her through the night with a light from above. And I thought that dove was a gift from God. You know the dove is a symbol of the Spirit. I thought God was saying, America, I see your condition and I have sent my dove to give you the sign that I am sending my spirit upon you. And when my spirit has come clear in your understanding and well as in your experience, then you will discover that a brand new America can rise out of the rubble and out of the awful decay occasioned by this awful pandemic. The dove of the Spirit came down. Today is Pentecost. Oh, will you join me in saying, Spirit of God, help America through the storms through which we are passing and help us in your love to discover a new normal of justice, peace, equality, and love. Come Holy Spirit, we need you now, desperately. <laughs>